0: Hello and welcome to the Zwift, the SBS podcast. As the days get longer, I'm looking forward to riding the roads again. But I couldn't be happier with the work I've put in on Zwift over the winter to keep in shape. Having completed so many of their Fun is Fast event series, I know that when I venture back out onto the road again, I'm ready to climb mountains, push through fondos and speed through intervals. And the workouts, they're all still available. All you need is a bike, trainer and the Zwift app. Get a free seven-day trial at Zwift.com. Ride on.
1: Bonjour, bonjour, buenas tardes, and uh, welcome to the Zwift Cycling Central podcast. Uh, before we start, let me remind you that you can uh, download, stream, or subscribe to our podcast on our website, sbs.com.au slash cycling central or loggerides with our friends at Zwift. Joining me is Dave McKenzie. How Dave? Uh, I'm
2: good. I can I can see Santiago de yeah. Compostela just on the horizon. Don't wish that I way. don't want to get there yet, <laughs> but I can just, I'm just letting you know. I can see it. But... Again, what
1: a stage yesterday. Yeah. And we always knew it was going to be a fantastic stage with a fantastic finish, but that delivered 100%.
2: It did, it did. Lagos de Covadonga. Look, it's a 22nd time appearance up to the summit finish. It is... An incredible climb, but the day itself was incredible. Started out 51 point something kilometers an hour in the first. So, take us through the, 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 the,
1: the highlights of the day.
2: Yeah, well, we just saw there Bernal going on the attack. He went long range with over 60 kilometers to go. Roglic followed him, but it was on the slopes of Lagos de Covadonga that he couldn't follow. He almost came off here, and we saw odd Christian Eiching. He crashed along with three other riders, so there were some slippery surfaces. Uh, Vlasov also crashed. He actually got back up. I didn't think he would. There's the red leaders' jersey. Look, I don't think it would have mattered. He would have mm-hmm. lost the jersey. Um, he got going again, and he lost a lot of time in the end. Um, it just, he just might have lost it by a little bit less. But Roglic stood firm. Uh, at one point, I was convinced Bernal was maybe going to drop him, but it actually flipped and went the other way. Uh, he just stuck to his guns. There are attacks from Sepp Kurs, Um and in the end, though, it was Roglic who would win the stage solo. At one point, they went out to about two minutes in the valley. Mm-hmm. Uh, at, at the bottom of the climb, it was 1 minute 20. And he pretty much climbed only 10 seconds faster than this group here, led home by Sepp Kuss. Jack Haig was in there. The two star in Lopez, in Masse. Gino you know Madere was also their Teammate of Jack Hagues, I thought he was yeah. brilliant yesterday. In fact, Jack's teammates were brilliant for him. Yeah,
1: and then we'll, we'll hear actually from uh, from one of them uh, in this program, and we'll hear as well about uh, from Jack Hague straight after the uh, the finish. But uh, actually, you know what? So many actions, so much. You know, drama, pretty much. And the weather was one of them. Talk to me about how much the weather has got an influence on this race. Look at this. We, yeah. we, thank you for the weather.
2: Yeah, yeah. This was some onboard vision. Um, just gives you a real idea of... And, you know, this is what the riders are seeing. You <laughs> see the drops. I'm sort of half serious. You know, sometimes on these descents, if you've ever been out riding and it rains really heavy, you literally your eyes fill up with water. This was right towards the end. Um, brutal day in the yeah. end. It was Rain was predicted. It came in the second half, I think the second time around on the category one Mm -hmm. climb. And that's, and then we saw the crashes off that descent. So it was a proper, it was a, Proper tough stage and deep into the third week. That's not
1: what you want. Yep, hundred percent. Let's take you straight after the finish line. So it's a nice and relaxing moment for us. We'll have uh, uh, just to leave the experience of what are these guys going through straight after the finish line.
3: I go behind you. No, Oh,
1: Yeah, I just wanted to uh to take you straight after this finish line because it's it's not necessarily the footage that that you guys see and we are lucky enough to, to uh to be able to be exposed to this uh to this footage so why not share it with you feels uh, like you're there, it feels yeah. like
2: you're on the you know, just past the finish line. So Those tell me,
1: it. you as an ex rider, how I've good... I've forgotten.
2: <laughs> I don't know anymore. <laughs> but, no, no, but how good does the shower feel after oh, this? Yeah, <laughs> I, I sort of had forgotten in all honesty. But no, 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 it brings back small memories. Oh, and I think I said to Matt Keenan at one point during the commentary, there was one thing the writers would have been looking forward to. Because I had to actually descend down about five kilometres, and, and that's where the buses were parked. Because there's no room at the top, um, so just to get on the bus, most buses now have showers. It's a good feeling, and then a when you're yeah, and then you just you've sat you've sat down all day, sort of. You're sitting on a saddle on your bike. The first thing you want to do then is just sit in your couch chair on yeah. the bus and just relax. And you know, probably you, you've sort of amped, but. Days like that, you're pretty buggered. Like, you're pretty tired. And some some riders actually just don't want to talk to anybody. You don't even want to talk to your teammates, your directors, your swannies. You just want to sit, put some tunes in, eat some food, have some drink, and, you know forget about the world for five minutes. (laughs) (laughs) Okay,
1: let's listen to someone that has to talk to us because he's won the stage, you know, and then there's a protocol in cycling and that protocol is you have to come and talk to us, but he's pretty smiling behind his mask. Mm.
3: It's Primoz Roglic, let's listen to him. Primoz, as you say, no risk, no glory. You rode to glory today. What was the risk? Uh, yeah, it is, uh, in cycling, always a risk. Uh, A lot of things can uh, always happen, but uh, yeah. Went, uh, went well today. Uh, I, uh, I enjoyed it. Uh, yeah, and uh, yeah, it's a uh, super nice day uh, for, for, for me and uh, for the whole team. What did you think when uh, Bernal attacked from so far? Nothing, uh, I just went with him. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's a race huh, at the end and uh, yeah, I didn't think it. Huh? Uh, I just went with him. Then uh, I was already a little more thinking, but phew it's quite far huh? and uh, yeah uh, still a hard climb this one at the end uh, but uh, yeah uh, was uh, was going good uh, was real uh, real show real, show, uh, real racing and uh, yeah uh tactically how did you play it? why did you decide to go with 7.5 km to go? <sighs> yeah, well, yeah I, did, I just didn't decide it I just uh, tried to ride uh, then up the climb as fast as possible uh, and uh, yeah Uh, at that point uh, uh, Egan uh, didn't follow anymore so yeah I just uh, went then alone Do you feel that it's uh, your better showing at La Vuelta so far in three years? That what? The best show that you have done? Uh, I think so yeah I think so so uh, yeah (laughs) Was enjoying again uh, with uh, yeah with all the support and everything uh, and uh, yeah uh, just the weather is a little uh, without rain probably would be even a lot nicer here around but uh, yeah uh, still super nice day for, for us. You are back in the red jersey with two minutes twenty two of uh mass. Is it comfortable? <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. It's never uh, big enough or uh, but yeah, it's uh, it's uh, it's nicer. Huh? We deserve it uh, and uh, yeah. No matter what, uh, tomorrow is then a real queen stage coming, so uh, yeah. uh, we'll see uh, if will be enough uh, then after tomorrow. <laughs> voilà. voilà.
1: Yeah, clearly uh, everything's going to be played out tonight uh, for someone like Primoz Roglic. Did he stamp his fist on that race yesterday? Especially against someone like Egan Bernal.
2: Yeah, massively. Massively, he did. And look, uh, the takeaway from that interview is actually really interesting. If you Really listen to it. Everything he says is true, I believe, and accurate. Yeah. When when Jean-François Canet says, when Bernal attacked, what did you what did you think? And he said, I didn't. I just jumped. He, he, he went on instinct. He was being honest. There was no – they didn't sit down before and went, what mm-hmm. if Bernal attacks here? What if he attacks here? What if this happens? They look at scenarios, but in a race situation, 60 kilometers to go, arguably the biggest threat. To, to Roglic's defence of this race is Egan Bernal yeah. you, ha- you don't think you jump with him and so look he stamp his authority but he's also right in saying it's never enough because we've seen before well, you have one off day he knows it's never enough yeah that's right that's right and, and the Tour de France last year yeah. it was never enough was it so he has got a commanding lead he looks now to be the strongest there is an individual, individual time trial that finishes he's the Olympic champion in the TT so his TT form is mm-hmm. good. There needs to be a disaster in, in for Roglic to lose this race. But he knows it can happen. Yeah, he knows that's disaster right. Can
1: happen. First hand,
2: he and knows it's this. not us trying to keep you, the Couch mm-hmm. Peloton, engaged. It's true. It's it will it will take something really special for him to lose, but it's happened before. Mm-hmm. Not just to him, but in, in Grand Tours past, uh, we've seen it. We've seen these massive capitulations. So or crashes, yeah. and God forbid, we don't want to see that. Um, but yeah i mean he, he you know he was brilliant bernal did go super hard when he attacked on the descent roglic was sort of one or two lengths off his wheel like he was he was there and he did it really well but bernal was really turning the screws and i think he just he burnt too many matches in that period so let's play a little game make sure you guys uh
1: tell us in the box below Who's going to win this race? Do you think it's Primoz Roglic? Do you think Bernal can do anything? Do you think Jack Haig can win uh, this race? Let us know in the box below. Uh, it would just be interesting to to have your thoughts on this. Look, Bernal, can he actually attack again tonight? Can he actually do anything to control to the, the, the 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 advantage that Primoz Roglic or today has?
2: Yeah, um, look, hindsight's a wonderful thing. Yeah. Bernal could have sat back yesterday and waited till the base of Covadonga, and then attacked. Yeah, but he he still might have ran out of legs. We don't know. Um, I, I think yesterday's effort might have really hurt him, mm-hmm. and I'm not sure now as the champion should, that he is. But surely the the have targeted Ineos, they have
1: targeted this third week, and they have targeted with Bernal those two stages.
2: Yeah. So okay. So what I think Bernal should do, maybe that's the question. What should he yeah. do? If I was He's director now. I would say, okay, we tried the long range. You couldn't drop Roglic on that climb when you went. He followed you and then he dropped you and took more time. Let's wait till the final climb. Really? And, yep. Let's wait till the final climb and go all out. It's a long climb. We'll look at that, yeah, that in a minute, stage yeah. towards the end. I'd, but I'd do that. He tried the long range; it didn't work. So I'd wait till the end and see yeah. if he can pull some time.
1: Okay. Uh, so far, we have uh, mainly people are saying uh, uh, Primos. You know, Tina is saying Primos. We've got uh, Julie saying Primos Roglic. Uh, we've got uh, Dane saying Roglic by three fifty in the end. And of course, Gavin- Ooh, he's going specifics. Yeah, exactly. I like <laughs> it And uh, Primos. Maybe we'll put a wager on that. <laughs> Can we?
2: <laughs> we'll get up. We'll get a board up. Betting is not good. <laughs> not allowed. Not allowed here. Uh,
1: okay. Let's uh, talk as well about the previous red jersey. Uh, yeah. Odd Christian Aking by did Fight till the end on this yeah, one. Look, he, was, uh,
2: yeah. Look, it was... Yeah. Look, he was always going to lose the jersey in the end. And, I, and I'm saying it like this because that the crash um, uh, that he had, you know, that that affected him as well. It probably only added maybe a minute, maybe two minutes. Yeah to his time losses which wouldn't have mattered in the end take those two minutes off but he came in eight or nine minutes mm-hmm. behind in the end so he suffered he had a tough day
1: yeah absolutely let's listen to him and then we'll review exactly what happened well
3: tell us first how are you after the crash i'm okay how went the day seeing the red jersey going away i guess you were a bit expecting it but tell us take us through this day for you no, it was not, um, easy. i was not i was not having a good day and but I tried to uh, pace myself and uh, come back in a descent, and uh, yeah, it was really slippery. My wheels just slipped under me. There was somebody crashing in front, and uh, I barely touched the brake, and you know, it just slid out. So it was uh, it was a pity, but uh, I was not on a great day anyway, so I, I would have lost the Jersey. So yeah, this Jersey, this red Jersey, remain a a great experience in your career. Yeah, of course. It's uh, it, was, it was a really nice week, so uh, I will remember it.
1: This uh, goes into uh, your career. <laughs> <laughs> only, only you can joke. <laughs> I'm only joking because this French guy speaks way too fast even <laughs> for me.
2: Lucky I'm not being slammed by you. <laughs> okay, I can and slam me.
1: I don't care. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> but hey, let's let's focus on on that we just saw okay odd christian aching brilliant last 10 days let's say yeah in the in, uh, in the vuelta but he had time at the end of a very tough day for him to just meters from the finish line yeah. stop and have a word it's, and this is you know what the greatest cyclists do
2: yeah it's true and still raining yeah still raining. no umbrella over him but he stopped was happy to have a chat and you, that's really rare it's really rare. Um, look, the Vuelta is a bit more chilled, and it doesn't have the press on the ground. No one, no races have had the press on the ground uh, as as in pre-COVID these days. But the Vuelta doesn't have as as many press there, so it is a bit more chilled. The riders give a little bit more because they're not getting hounded. Yeah. But still, yeah, yeah, I'm impressed with him. And um, yeah, it's a huge. I think I was trying to add up in my head last night. Let's presume Roglic keeps the jersey all the way to the end. Um, i Christian Iking potentially wears the most red jerseys for the race, though. Yeah, probably because yeah. he's held about seven or eight. Yeah. Roglic had it at the start, and then he got it back for a day. But mm. yeah, I mean it's a. But Judy says, "Uh, is one short of the full set for the whole team." He's yeah, One yeah, short of that's the full right. set for the whole team. Yeah, yeah. You'll you have to buy one. Yeah, yeah. Or oh, who, sure. oh, who did the <laughs> least amount of work? Did <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Okay, good day for Jack Higg. Yeah, yeah. Great day. It. Great day. Yeah. yeah he he boxed on he he looked he looked like he was in a little bit of trouble on Covadonga however his teammates were fantastic um, in particular Welpoles and Gino Bade and a couple of times when there were attacks from Lopez and I think Enrique Mas as well um, they didn't they didn't accelerate immediately uh-huh. they just dragged him back up and he finished in that in that select group. Yeah. So, and he moved up. He moved up a couple of spots. Yeah. To fourth. And also,
1: let's have a look at the difference and uh, the body behavior difference of someone that had a tough day, Christian Odeking. Someone that had a good day, Jack Haig. Uh,
0: take us through this day uh,
3: with the attack of Egan. How how was it?
0: Yeah, it was a really impressive attack, to be honest. Uh, the way they set it up there with um, Pavel setting a really hard tempo, and then uh, uh, Egan and Primos just took off and that was it. I couldn't really do anything to follow it and uh, caught me a little bit by surprise. But um, yeah, chapeau to them. Good ride.
3: For you personally, happy with your day?
0: Yeah, I'm happy with the outcome. Uh, it was an incredibly hard day. So to limit the losses and move back up there, I think I'm maybe fourth in GC again now. So really happy. Thank you very Thanks.
1: much. Thank you. That was uh, Jack Haig. Hey,
2: honestly, Jack Haig is that close from the podium. Well, that close. Yeah, he's very close. And as. Kino said last night in the commentary at the end of the stage, uh, look, a lot, a lot will happen in tonight's stage, but Lopez needs to put some time between him and Jack because Jack will take time, I believe, on Lopez in that final TT. Uh-huh. So they're tight. They're close um, on the, in the general classification. So there's a lot that can play out. If we look at the progress that Jack Haig did
1: over the last couple of years and now moving to this new outfit, he seems freer. He seems, of course, more free because his leader, Landa, completely failed. Uh, and I, I'm not mincing my word; I don't really rate Landa. We said it before, uh, but it's easy for me sitting here. But Landa also
2: retired from that. He abandoned. Now. He did this massive attack. So
1: Jack Hagg is and was the, the true leader of that team for now a week and a half or something. Yes. But, but when you look at the Jack Hague we see now, who's in confidence? Do yeah. you
2: think? Oh he's he's yeah, yeah, well he's building it, isn't he? And and he, he talks like a leader. He talks like a leader. And um look again, let's just remind ourselves that he crashed out on stage four of the Tour de France. Yeah. Collarbone, operation, downtime, came with no pressure, and now he's staring down the barrel of potentially finishing on the podium, yeah, 100%. podium. That's massive.
1: And you know what's important as well, he looks like a leader, but he acts like a leader, but mm. his teammates act like he is the leader. Let's listen from uh, Gino Madere. He's one of the, the teammates. He's done an amazing day and amazing mm. work for Jack, I yesterday Gino Mader,
3: surprise yourself today. Again. Uh, <sighs> uh, no. uh, well, it's always easier when you can pull for somebody. Um, it's even easier when, when you pull for somebody who's really, really strong. When you see um, why you're doing it. So, is it, uh, yeah, well, Kind of, Um, it's a good surprise, isn't it? (laughs) This year is really important for your confidence, I guess. You're gaining more trust in yourself now. I think the team does. Um, Personally, I'm just hanging on, trying to survive day by day. Uh, So far, it's going quite well, but uh, I wake up every morning and I think I'm not sure how this is going to end. So <laughs> maybe we need some more um, working on the confidence part. But uh, now the legs are good so far. Thank you very much. Thank yeah, you. Absolutely.
1: Thanks. There's a lot to that read. That is interesting. It's interesting. There's a lot to read into this yeah. in the fact that he, he, it makes it easier for him to prove that someone is you know doing the work doing the, and, and getting the results. So someone like Jack Haig is getting confidence from its teammates.
2: Yeah, 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 that's right. That's right, that's what you want. If if you're going to be a, a super domestique, you want a, a guy that can stand up and lead and and um no, they're going to they're going to go all in now. Yeah. For Jack. Um I think the polka Dots is not out of the question. It's tonight is where Caruzo needs to make some gains in mm-hmm. that if he's going to um but I think I think all of the team will go all in for Jack. Yeah.
1: Okay. Let's have a look at uh, the jerseys and uh, where we are standing so far. So, jersey, uh, the red jersey is with Roglic. Jakobsen has got the green. Roman Bardet is still in the polka dot. And you think there will be a battle for this polka dot oh, I
2: think so. I think, look, <clears throat> if anything, last night, it actually worked in Bardet's favour because the brakes just could not get away. That yeah. first 70 kilometres was just so fast, like crazy fast. It was madness. Um and in the end, no one that was a threat to Bardet got clear. Yeah. So it suited him. So and in fact, Michael Storer took the points the first time up that that first KOM. So that was good. Yeah. Teammate of Bardet's, it actually pushed him into second overall. I think he jumped Caruso. So I think they'll that's that should be their big focus. They've won three stages mm-hmm. DSM. Now they should just absolutely yeah. focus on getting that jersey and not so much getting another stage win. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Uh, let's have a look at the the ranking because there's been big changes in the order but also of course on, on the timings we see Roglic has now has 2 minutes and 22 on mass. He's got 3 minutes and 11 on uh, Miguel Angel Lopez. Uh, Jack Egg is 3 minutes 46. Guillaume Martin, we haven't spoken about him but he's mm. hanging in
2: there. He, uh, what he can has. he do? And
1: remember that uh, Guillaume Martin was caught out in this big crash
2: uh, two days, days ago. ago. Yeah. yeah. He's got a broken rib and yeah, he, he, the finish can't come quick enough then uh, i guess for, so yeah for yamatan because his ribs if that's correct his ribs will get worse in about five days time yeah so okay. he'll if he's lucky he'll just scrape through in terms of the pain it's mm-hmm. pretty excruciating with to to race I well, think we said that earlier to race with broken are ribs are you
1: doubting it is correct I'm telling you it is correct <laughs> <laughs> and I'm saying it is correct because on his social media Guillaume Martin said I've got a broken rib
2: broken rib Bro- that's correct word I've got a broken rib <laughs> that's what he said okay well it's broken so it's um, broken yeah yeah, but no, we- so, yeah he's just got to he's got he's to gotta get through tonight yeah I think there's one other tough stage not super mountainous but tough and then the TT, and then you know, hopefully he can have his setup on yeah. the TT. Um, and if
1: we look at this, so Egan Bernal is at four minute twenty nine.
2: What can he do in order to you know win this? He can still this? finish podium. I don't think he can. I don't think he can win it. And, no. and, and I'm saying that based on the fact that I don't think Roglic Roglich will crack. Okay. So if if Roglic cracks, then yes. Anyone can win from that top You seem five. a bit
1: more, and I'm not uh, picking on you, but uh, you seem a bit more confident about Roglic now that you were about him last week. Oh, I don't, what, what, yeah. oh it's
2: purely overnight. Yeah. It's purely overnight. I mean, he's put another one minute 25 or 135 into everyone last night. So his
1: display last night was impressive. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Because even when Bernal went at his best, when Bernal obviously felt good and attacked, mm-hmm. Roglic was able to follow. I think he was close to his limit. But he was able to follow. Yeah. Okay. So I don't think I don't think anyone can crack him yeah. now. Okay. Yeah. Let's have a look at the stage
1: uh, tonight. This is what is expecting uh, to happen tonight. Uh, take us
2: through that stage. It's a monster. It is a monster. Four and a half thousand meters of climbing. So in comparison to last night, last night was about three three, but it was twenty kilometers longer. Yeah. This is twenty kilometers shorter. It's one hundred and sixty two point six. As I say, four and a half thousand vertical gain in the old money, if you think like I do sometimes, it's forty kilometers of climbing uphill. Okay. Um that final climb is new to the Vuelta. We haven't seen it before. 14.7 with an average gradient of nine point eight percent. It looks it looks stiff. And in Mm -hmm. one of the reviews or previews, they said it's one of the it's they said it's a horrible climb. And it's possibly one of the toughest that we'll see all season. So The so season, they, not not just the well, Not just the Vuelta, okay. the whole season. <laughs> and I, it's just, they climb just shy of 1,800 metres. So it's not a super, super, you know, alpine sort of yeah. mountain, but it's high enough. Okay. Yeah. And what can we expect in terms of
1: the weather? Do we know? The, is the weather uh, likely to play? The
2: weather. Uh, let me see. I'll just look at my uh, stats here. Yeah. Uh, I don't think I've seen no. the weather. that. No, I haven't That's seen an update yet. Look, it rained overnight. If they get about 1,200 mils of rain per yeah. year in this region. So it rains, it gets a pretty hope. Uh, help. I can't get my words out today. <laughs> what are we on? Day 18. Yeah. Uh, a, it gets a good dose of rain. I'll, I'll just keep it simple <laughs> <laughs> throughout the year. Um, so there's every chance it could rain. If it does, the Peloton are going to Is be. Is it in tough for, for the tough riders day. to
1: go from 40
2: degrees to rain? What do you think? I don't know <laughs> yeah, it no I mean the extreme now I'm being cheeky the extreme changes are brutal aren't they I mean 40 we're at 41 degrees on that second stage when I think that couldn't have couldn't, couldn't have caught Magnus caught and yeah. one. I am really struggling.
1: <laughs> couldn't have caught. I'll be wrapped. It's, it, you know, it's because the air conditioning is actually working. Yesterday we were so cold, and today it's fine. It's actually comfortable. <laughs> it's so yeah, yeah. exactly. Rather than what the riders are feeling,
2: what's it like to do a, to do a live show Ooh, in luck. minus ten to twenty five? Um, so no, it does. It affects them big time, big time. Yeah. And look, some riders adjust well to the cooler mm-hmm. climate. Others really suffer. A- yeah. And as they are, they're, they're better in the hot weather. So, no, this has knocked the riders around. And even the ones that handle it well, it still throws your body out of whack. Yeah. So, every uh, stage, of course, is live on SBS
1: uh, Viceland and on on-demand. It's also on the tracker. And today, today, it's a special
2: stage because, again, you go live Ooh. early. We go live from the start, I believe. 8.35 on the tracker. 8.35 on the tracker and then a little bit later, uh, live and on-demand. So, yeah. Yes, join us because yeah. it's going to be a good one.
1: Uh, if there's one stage to watch, is this one tonight. Mm. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay, any other news? There's been some uh, good result for our good friend, Luke Durbridge.
2: Oh, yes. I think, yeah, let's talk about Durbo. So in the Benelux tour, stage three overnight makes the breakaway. Let's listen to what he says, Yeah, shall we? let's listen to what he says.
4: Yeah, so today was a good, um, good day for me. Um, went the break from the start. And um, another problem. I knew on the technical circuits there would be uh, a chance that the breakaway stayed away. Many times in this race that uh, the break that goes early can stay to the finish because it's super hard to uh, chase a group uh, on the last technical laps. Um, But we played the game with the peloton. We sort of went easy for most of the day until 40k to go. We fully committed um, and without the the break fully committing we we would have no chance. But uh, yeah, four of us really committed and um, we ended up staying away and yeah, I was trying to hopefully stay away and keep, get the jersey, um, but in the end they end up catching us right on the line. But uh, yeah, I gave a good sprint and or well, try to try to go for the sprint and third was my best option and um yeah, so we, we it's another good day and bit uh, to be aggressive and we'll give it another go tomorrow. Cheers.
2: Cheers. <laughs> Cheers Durbo. Uh, Great to see Durbo <laughs> in good form, building up towards Paveru Bay, yeah. of course, don't forget that. And just incidentally. Taco Vanderhorn, the brilliant stage yep. three winner of the Giro this year. Uh, he delivered on a Wednesday. Yep. So, so not Taco Tuesday. He hasn't delivered on a Tuesday. <laughs> yeah. He delivered on a Monday in the Giro because he came a day early. I yeah. remember that. Oh, well, don't, don't we ta- love the gags? Because Tuesday is Taco Tuesday. So. Yeah, it's exactly. Um, and just in other little snippets from yeah. that race, actually, Sagan led the bunch home in fourth. I think Sagan's form could be up for the world champs. In Flanders and Roubaix, not again. Yeah, I think. Not well, again. he's he's hasn't had a, he's had a tough year. Sagan, like yeah. he's not winning as much as what we expected, is he? And also in that race, just in that bunch sprint, there he was there. I think a couple of places behind Sagan. His forms on the return, Caleb Ewan. Yep. So Caleb's coming back. Remember, he's in the team for the World Champs. They're in. About two weeks. Yeah. So I think I think our team, the national team that is, is shaping really well. Both the women and the men, in fact, cool. uh, in the elites. leading,
1: leading the women
2: uh, at the at the uh, the world. Would not that be nice? That would be nice. Yeah. Wouldn't a I would love jersey, to see this, That yeah. would be fantastic. Um, uh, and in just, any other news? Yeah, a couple of little snippets. Rowan Dennis, if it happened overnight. Yep. Yeah. Um, has signed two years with Jumbo Visma. So the team of Primoz Roglic, he jumps across from Ineos. He's had two years there. Yeah, uh,
1: but as, as Kino said as well, uh, Jumbo Visma used to be Rabobank and Rabobank was the development team for him. Which so, he went to. Which he went to. Yeah. So, so basically he's going home. Yeah. potentially for the end of the career. There's yeah. been some really good messages, actually. Richie Port had a very touching message on social media where he said, no, I'm very sad to lose you as a teammate. Loyal teammate. You, had, you were a very loyal teammate. Don't make it too hard on us
2: next year. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And and look, you cast your minds back to when Rowie stepped off the bike when he was riding for Bahrain yeah. at the tour. And there was a real, you know, he obviously wasn't happy. He wasn't in a great, I guess we can say, mental state. Mm-hmm. Um, and and it, it didn't get resolved, and he, he left his contract. So it's fantastic. He's had two really good years at INEOS, and now hopefully he'll have two fantastic years at Yama yeah. Visma. And that, that may or may not seem out, but it's just great that he's continued on and, and, some, and getting something out of his career. And
1: again, there is a photo, uh, if you look at the Olympic uh, podium, of the time trial. Yeah. You've got Primoz Roglic on number one, you've got Wood Van Aert on, on number two, Yumbo, Yumbo, and now you've got him, uh, Luke Derbridge, oh, sorry, um, Rowan Dennis. Rowan Dennis, sorry, I'm losing my words. It's, yeah, good, yeah. it's contagious. Yeah, it's <laughs> sorry about that. Uh, on the third step of the podium, so Yumbo, yeah. Yumbo, Yumbo. Yeah,
2: and the other, you know, we're already now starting to talk about future races and and the world champs. Remco Evenepoel has won his second race in three days winning the Brussels Cycle Classic, a race that Robin McEwen won multiple times in his career. So, Evenapol, late attack, soloed in. If not much he can do. Yeah. He can't do this and, guy. And
1: Browning corrected me, actually. Dumoulin was silver. It's not, it's not uh, Wood Van Aert that was silver. Well, it Dumoulin was silver. I think was silver. Dumoulin yeah. was silver in the road race. Silver in the road no, race. Don't
2: no, no? try. Was he? Yeah, I think. I think she's right. Yeah. Uh, not Dumoulin, Van Art was silver in the road. Yeah, exactly, yeah. I don't know. I think, Couch, you better take over. We're both struggling here. It's been a long vuelta. Okay? Oh, it's been a, you know what I was thinking at the start? We'll have to add it up. We're on about our 70th yeah. pod for the year. Yeah. Three grand tours, plus we do a fortnightly one at the end. We're not complaining. We're not No, 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 we're not. We're not. We're just making excuses yeah.
1: well, for jumbling time, our way through it's this It's time, time to finish this podcast anyway. I think so. I uh, think any so. other news?
2: No, I think that's all for me for now. I think, yes, I think yeah. so. Absolutely. This was the uh, Zwift Cycling
1: Central podcast. And before we go, let me remind you that you can uh, download, stream or subscribe to this podcast on our website, sbs.com.au slash cyclingcentral or log a ride with our friends at Zwift. Thank you, Michael. Thank you. Next podcast is same place, same time tomorrow. See you next time.
0: Before we go, a quick word from our sponsors with La Walter is all about climbing. So why not try Geraint Thomas's athlete workout? Fun is flying uphill. A great pillar of any climbing is muscular endurance. And believe me when I say that's what you'll get. Testing yourself on training plans alongside world-class cyclists is what makes Zwift so exciting. I can't wait to show my mates the fitness I've been able to build at home. All you need is a bike, trainer, and the Zwift app. Visit Zwift.com and I'll see you on there soon. Right on.